and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, visit the website at halesowenapostolicchurch.org. So this morning is a sermon, listen to what the Spirit is saying. And I'm going to start uh, with um, Psalm 138. Psalm 138 from verse 1. I will praise you with my whole heart. Before the gods I will sing praises to you. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in the, my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise you. And when they hear the words of your mouth, yes, they shall sing the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord is on high, yet he regards the lowly, but the proud he knows from afar. And even though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. For the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hand. And it's quite amazing, you know, that, that this is God, isn't it? You know, he just all the time he's just trying to teach us, you know, about where we are and what, what we should be. And, and that the Lord, you know, the whole world will be praising God at the end of it, no matter what they think because they will do it. And it's, and it's beautiful they, uh, when he says you magnify your word uh, above all your name. It's that it's incredible how that word is so important to God. And yet all that power and everything else. And he looks upon even the very lowly of this world and calls them to him. And he knows. And he knows we're going to get ourselves into trouble. And yet, yet again, his word is there promising us, though you walk in the midst of trouble, he will revive us if we turn to him. He will stretch out his hand against our enemies. And yet again, that beautiful promise, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. All the time he's trying to perfect us, trying to grow us, trying to show us, trying to talk to us about our lives and how it will be blessed if we'll just listen to the Lord. And there it is. He doesn't want to forsake his works, but we've got to listen to what the Lord is trying to tell us. But if we don't listen, we will, we will never learn. Look, look at this world. Another week's gone by. And the anticipation of what our future will shall bring is heightening. It is heightening. People are getting a, a lot more hope. And people do have a hope that this country and the world 
will come out of this pandemic and hopefully things will get back to some normality. There's a problem, isn't there? I certainly believe that normal normality has changed already. And we do not yet know what normality is going to look like. People's jobs, children's schools, workplaces, health services, holidays, loneliness, marriages, friends, church. What will happen? And finance again, it's always a problem, isn't it? Will be a source of people's problems. What will happen? Crime and violence, will it go up? It's actually gone down since in this pandemic. And what's going to happen to the churches? What's going to happen to the churches of God? Look what's happening right now. As the gay and the liberal lobbies persuade the ungodly, unholy, worldly governments to accept, in, especially in this country, the hate speech changes and the conversion therapy which they're fighting to get through Parliament will make us Christians, those who believe in the Lord thy God, the most evil of the world today. We'll be the bigots, we'll be the uneducated, we'll be the, we'll be, we'll be the homophobic, the racist, the everything you could think of just because we speak the word of God. Oh, no wonder at the end in Revelation, there's that verse which says, come, Jesus Christ, come quickly. But this world, we're in it. We're in these end times, and our faith has really got to be strong. If it's not, we'll collapse under the pressure of what this world wants us to be, and we'll struggle to, to, to find that path of Christ because none of the world wants to know. But we knew, do know that scripture. And we do know what God has already given us. We do know, and, we, and we're trying hard to believe and, and, and to change. Listen, we only want to do good. I only want to do good. I only want, I only want to teach people this word of God so they can have a better life now and have that hope that they, they just won't disappear into the earth and never be remembered again. Or even worse, as the Bible tells us, those who do not follow, those who do not obey, those who do not believe, the wicked, the ungodly, shall end up with Satan and all the demons in a lake of fire and brimstone to be tormented for eternity. It sounds awful, but you know, people don't fear that. They don't believe it, but I do. When I look around the world today and I see the evil and I know that, you know, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep trying. I've got to keep repenting. I've got to keep studying. I've got to keep giving of myself. Not just not it's not just finance, it's myself to to try and help people to find that this God is real and his word is real. And it doesn't matter. I have tried so many times to give people the word and they will not listen. It's no different. And though I have I've prayed to you, my Lord, and 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 fasted and and tried so many different ways to 
to to help people father the, you know not just in the church but outside the church to see to try to show them that you know we're not in this for control we're we're in it to help and share this good news and father we definitely want to try all the time to be that good witness to you lord and Father, you, you even give us the scriptures, Father, just to encourage us all the time. I know that, Lord. And you know, when we, when we start reading this, well, who do we do good to? Well, the scripture in Galatians 6 tells us to do good to all. Why? Because that's our witness. But it also makes a special, special part of the scripture, which says especially to those in the house of God. That's us. So we've got to especially be doing good for each other when we have church. Oh, and do we get tired? Do we get fed up? Do we get frustrated? And do we get weary in doing good? Well, yes, we do. But the Lord even then says, well, don't give up. But don't get weary in doing good. But if you continue to carry on, you shall reap the harvest isn't that marvelous no matter what we feel no matter what's going on no matter how many knows we get if we carry on we will reap the harvest of sowing seeds and trying to do good for god and that's what it is it's not doing good for ourselves to say look at me it's saying but well, this is why i want to help you this is why i'm trying to do good but that's what the lord tells me and i know that if i just follow the lord he'll make my life better and my family life better and i will become that changed person that god wants us to be just like my lord jesus christ like him i'm never going to be and none of us are ever going to be jesus christ but he just wants us to have those characteristics of our lord so we can show love and faith wherever we go and of course the person we show that faith to first is god when I look at Paul, the apostle, and I look how he, he was converted from being the biggest hater of the, the way, the people following Jesus, to be the greatest apostle in the Bible. And I see what he had to go through, the torment, the whippings, the beatings, the stonings, the, the loneliness, the, the, the hate from the people, and then he kept, and he kept going. And look at the end. And he turned around and he said, I have kept the faith and ran the race. Oh, Father. Oh, Father, let us not just keep going off. Let us not, Father, just get so wound up and, and bent out of shape and what things are going on. Let's just come to you and keep the faith reading that bible lord but not just reading it taking it into our hearts into our spirits into into our mortal flesh to do what you've asked us to do you think about stephen oh lord he tackled he gave an incredible speech to all those jews that were there and he went through the history of, of Israel from the beginning to where they were now. And then he told them who they were, that they wouldn't listen to the word of God. 
and they stoned him to death for what he said. And even Paul, who was called Saul there, held their coats as they stoned him to death. But what about our Jesus? What about our Jesus knowing what was going to happen? And now all he went through, and then he died on that cross. But listen to what he said, that, that before he gave up the ghost, the Bible says, this is what he called upon the Father. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Isn't that incredible? And that's, that's the way we have to be. After we have to be with one another first and, and those people around us, you know, and love our enemies, you know. It, it sounds awful when, when, when the people first come into the church and we tell them these things, they think we're mad. But I know forgiveness is a beautiful, beautiful spiritual thing. When we forgive, and we put it aside, God forgets, and we then can journey on, growing in Christ. Wow, what a different mindset that is. What a different mindset, no matter what's going on, they're going to trust God. No wonder God uses that scripture where he says, I shall transform you by the renewing of your mind to bring about the change necessary in every person, to be that, 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 that those perfect saints that he talked about in Ephesians 4, perfecting the saints, equipping the saints to be those people of God that he wants us to be, not, not, not what we make up, what he wants us to be. We can either stop as babes in Christ and be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Or even what, listen to this carefully, even what we believe our Christianity is. And don't worry, a lot of people have done it. Yes, each individual does sometimes formulate in their own minds what their Christianity is. But be careful what you believe. See that it matches the word, and then you know you're on the right path. Listen to what the Spirit is saying. Listen to what the word is telling you. Listen how God's people failed in the Old Testament. Listen to how God does not want us to fail in this New Testament. Look, we have to remember today, he knows you. He knows every thought. He knows what you've, said, what you've said. He knows what you've done. That can be so embarrassing. Or it can, but what it does, it shows us whether we're changing or not. The times that I looked at, at you know, at, at, at David, and when God, you know, loved him, and yet look what he did. You know, look what he did. He, you know, that one night, one night, he was on, 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 on overlooking a building next to him. 
and there was Bathsheba bathing on top of the roof and lust entered his heart and he carried on lusting until he acted upon the lust and committed adultery and you know when I think about that's you know when he says God sees everything we do man that embarrasses me I feel ashamed then as well you know that God is watching what I'm doing you know and it's, it's such a a blessing to understand that when you want to do something wrong think that actually God's there watching what you're doing no wonder we have to repent daily it's an amazing God that he would let us do these things and not punish us for the sin that so easily besets us no wonder he wants us to discard all these things so we can run the race with no hindrance with the Lord it's so important that each one of us that we do realize that we've been called of God he has taken us out of that darkness he's no matter where we are no matter where we've been he's not with us to punish us but to set us free when we did not have God we just went with the flow the flow of life whatever it would be we we did what we thought was best we really didn't you know consider the implications of what we did or how it would hurt people or anything else we just did it because our, our conscience was there but we can just go against our conscience and just say well okay oh, i know it's wrong but who cares i want to do it i like it and so we did it but when we didn't have god that's what we were like and when and when someone else said oh you could do this you could do that we followed it we did it not realizing the consequences in our spiritual lives even then because we didn't have God and therefore we of all had to suffer the consequences for all we have said thought and more importantly what we have done in our lives and it's there for all of us we know that some of you might be better people than others in man's man's view or might be a nice person or a good person but we didn't believe in God and there were things there in our minds and actions that would separate us from God just the unbelief is simple enough so who should we listen to and it's simple isn't it we should listen to God we should listen to his word that's the only thing that's going to set us free come on church stop it stop trying to make make it your way and make it God's way for he teaches us that he does love this world he has created but more importantly for us human beings he really loves his best creation everything he created he looked at it and said it was good but when he created mankind when he created us he looked and said it was very good 
That's what we are to him, not just part of creation. We're his best part of creation. We are his, we are those special people made in his image. In the image of God, he created us. That's why we're special. That's why he wants, he wants us to, to be with him, just to show him, you know, and for him to show us how special he is to us it's why he loves us it's why he made jesus isn't it amazing he made him he made him a spiritual man perfect because he was born of a virgin he made him so so he could give to us an opening in in in, in this world to find out who god is and how we can have this this abundant life he promises us Without listening, we will never know his plan for us. Without listening, and of course, learning, we will never be able to change and be transformed in the renewing of our mind and begin to love the new creation that God wants for us, that new creation life that he wants for us that will give us this abundant life, will give us the ability to forgive and to, and to give and to give of ourselves and, you know, and, 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 and do things that we never thought we could do. And that's God, not what we can do, but what he can do through us. And of course, he wants you to be so confident, so, so hopeful, so working towards that no matter what goes on in this world, we shall meet our Jesus in the clouds when he comes back. All the time, he's trying to help us. He's trying to bring us to listen to what he's trying to say. He's trying to transform our thoughts. And you know, when it's so simple, all our actions and our speech, we've only got to look at what we do. It's simple. And it tells each individual, each one of us, if we have listened to God. But don't worry. This has been going on <laughs> ever since the, 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 the start of man. And that's why he gave us this incredible opportunity in the New Testament to be born again. Not of the flesh, but of the spirit to give us the power for this life of transformation. But if we don't listen, we will always end up with the same results as we always got in our previous life. It's pretty simple. It's not complicated. We don't have to be clever. We don't change. Nothing changes. So today, I'm calling upon you to make up your mind to listen to God even can go back to the truth revealed, the lessons, you know, and, and just go through the lessons and remind yourself, like in lesson six, that, you know, that God, God hardly has spoken audibly to mankind, only to a few very intimately. Moses, I remember, you know, probably the, the recipient of, of the most, most audible conversations we've got. And of course, Abraham is another. Brothers he spoke to in, in dreams and visions and 
and angels. He sent angels in, in our flesh form. And, and also in those dreams, he sent angels and, and brought messages to people. But of course, we know today, mostly it is through the word that he speaks to us. And of course, through other people. You know, we pray to God for God to talk to us. And then church people come and talk to us. And, you know, we think it's them. We've got to realize if it's the word of God, if it's the right things, then God is speaking through those people, trying to get you to be transformed and on his right path. <laughs> In Ephesians 4, it tells us that he gave us prophets and evangelists, apostles, pastors and teachers. And, you know, and what for? He said it's, it's, it's to change the people. It's to equip the church. You know, it's so simple. We've got to, we've got to remember this. It's, it's not, you know, it's not pastor telling me or a teacher telling me or just another member of the church telling us in their flesh. If it's scriptural, if it's right, then God is using them to speak to you. That's family. That's church. And communication is the king. I remember the day we started this church, and I think I preached on uh, communication is the oil of life. It lubricates the workings of the world, the body of Christ especially, and integrity being a rock we can personally stand on. That being truthful, not just to the other people, but most important to ourselves. We can't blame anyone else. So whatever you think, whatever you do, we can't blame anyone else for our lack of faith. It's just us. Oh, but the promise, those promises, those fruits of the spirit that God has promised we can have when we're born again being developed in us by all of our daily lifestyles and experience. And we got that, all of them. He uses all of them to produce the faith and the love and the patience and the generosity. All of those, he uses it because we need to be equipped. We need to be trained. We need to be seized. And that beautiful scripture in, in Romans 8.28 comes to my mind, you know, that, that God works together to those who love him. He works all things together for their good, for those who love him. And that's what he's trying to do. You know, so even the, the trials we have, he's still trying to produce in us the fruits of the spirit to get through, to be faithful to him and show him we've listened to him. Shall we try it and see by listening to God and trying to work together, we can solve our problems together and allow God to work through each of us for the benefit of the body of Christ, to make us that effective working part of the body, making it healthy and strong so it is fully equipped to do the work of God for all of us to do. I just have a few scriptures just to, just to run through, just to 
is to encourage every single person so it doesn't matter where we are. God is in this business of transforming us. And I'm going to read the, some scriptures from the, uh, the seven churches. We, we were doing it in our Bible study on the Wednesdays. And it's really important for us. God just very, very clearly shows us no matter where we are, there's a way back to him. Revelation 2.7. Man's called it the loveless church. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelations 2.11, the persecuted church. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Revelations 2.17, the compromising church. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give him some of the hidden manna to eat. And I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. Revelations 2, 26, 29, the corrupt church. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels. As I also have received from my Father, I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The corrupt church, Revelations 2, 25 to 29. Behold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my works unto the end, to him I will give power over the nations. The dead church. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelations 3, 12, 13, the faithful church. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The last one, Revelations 3, 21, 22, the lukewarm church. Again, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Here it is, church. We have a battle day by day. And these are all the different types of churches. And each one of us know our battles but he's there to support us he put us in a church to support one another we cannot get to heaven on our own no man's an island we can't deny god and, and go away from him and follow our own paths we won't, won't get there it's important that we begin to work together to listen to one another because god uses man 
to preach this gospel, to give hope to those with no hope, to give love where there's no love, to give generosity where there's meanness, and to stand on faith when everything around us is against us. God's there to support, to give us the power to overcome. Let's listen to what God is saying. And then, wow, what will our life be like? Father, help us all today to spend time listening to your word, listening to how you want to grow us and help us in our life and help us, Lord, turn away from evil. So then, Father, we can have righteousness like the mighty waves of the sea. And while we're living in this mess of a world and all the horrible things that are happening around us, we shall have peace flowing through our hearts like a river. Father, my prayer is help us all to listen and act upon your word. In Jesus' name, amen.